bowling sure makes me hot and thirsty. This is a job for Kool-Aid. Hey, Kool-Aid! Oh, yeah! Kool-Aid's here, bringing you fun. Kool-Aid's got thirst on the run. Get a big, wide, happy ear to hear Kool-Aid's My friend's Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid brand soft drink. Hello, divers. Coming to you from Studio D, this is the Deep Dive Microcast. A brief look into things I find interesting. And I hope you do, too. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, amateur food stylist, and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. This is a companion series of the Deep Dive podcast where myself and my co-host Manda look at some of the more interesting offerings available on streaming media services. This edition of the Deep Dive Microcast delves into the history of everyone's favorite anthropomorphic glass pitcher full of rehydrated citric acid, artificial flavors, and colors. Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. Before we get to the origin of our subject matter, let's look at the liquid inside the legend. Growing up working in his father's general store during the late 19th century, Edwin Perkins knew the ins and outs of selling what are called dry goods, that is, products that contain no liquid. That could mean anything from sugar to flour to one of Perkins' favorite items, Jell-O gelatin dessert. As an adult, Perkins began selling items both door-to-door and by mail. One popular item was called Fruit Smack, a fruit-flavored liquid concentrate. Being a liquid item, it was heavier to ship and to carry. Now, remembering his days as a youth making jello by mixing the gelatin powder with water inspired Perkins to do something similar with the liquid concentrate. Take out the water and sell a powdered drink mix. Kool-Aid, which was originally spelled uh, A-D-E, not A-I-D for some reason. The original flavors were cherry, lemon-lime, grape, orange, raspberry, and, uh, root beer? No, okay. Well, nowadays, the Kool-Aid family includes dozens of flavors, like... Tropical Punch, Kickin' Kiwi Lime, Purple Saurus Rex, and my personal favorite, Sharkleberry Finn. All come with or without sugar. Kool-Aid is also the official soft drink of the state of Nebraska. Every summer, the town of Hastings, where Kool-Aid was invented, has a festival in honor of the artificially flavored beverage. It's also a decent hair dye, or so I'm told. The people even make themselves Kool-Aid pickles for some ungodly reason. 
Now you kind of want some Kool-Aid now, don't you? Yeah. You can quench that thirst by getting 50 assorted packets of unsweetened Kool-Aid on Amazon for only around 12 bucks. So what are you waiting for? Now, when does the Kool-Aid man come into the picture or picture? In the mid-1950s, an ad agency art director named Marvin Potts was tasked with creating a recognizable symbol for the Kool-Aid brand, which had just been purchased by the General Foods Company. As the story goes, Potts noticed his young son drawing smiley faces in a frosted window. That led to Potts creating the Pitcher Man, which was just a happy face drawn on the condensation outside a glass pitcher. You can give your youngsters a lot of pleasure with Kool-Aid. You know it's pure and good. It has the Parents Magazine seal. And it's so thrifty. A five-cent package makes two full quarts. Just add Kool-Aid to water with ice. Add some sugar and stir. For the very best drink you ever made. Be sure that the envelope says Kool-Aid. Not long after, commercials featured the Pitcher Man as an animated icon, you know, without any arms or legs. But it wasn't until 1974 when the fully appendaged Kool-Aid Man first appeared in all his property-destroying glory. Chasing bank robbers makes me hot and thirsty. Let's get a drink. No time. They're here. Hey, hey, you. Oh, yeah. Hey, Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Here comes Kool-Aid. Here comes Kool-Aid. I'm gonna save the day. Here comes Kool-Aid. Here comes Kool-Aid. I'm gonna chase your thirst away. Your friend's cool. Kool-Aid brand soft drink mix. Oh, yeah! Now, like Candyman or Bloody Mary or Beetlejuice, the Kool-Aid man must be summoned, likely by sweaty, thirsty preteens after engaging in some healthy, wholesome activity. When someone would call his name and shout, Hey, Kool-Aid! The Kool-Aid man would burst forth through a a wall or other ineffectual barrier, carrying another smaller pitcher, ready to provide sweet, ice-cold refreshment to anyone not injured by the Kool-Aid man's destructive impulses. And by the way, what was with that smaller pitcher he was carrying? Was that Kool-Aid Jr.? That's just weird. Not to mention that for years, Kool-Aid man was, to put it mildly, totally naked. You could see it all, spouting everything. And by the way, what flavor is his uh, innards? Well, officially it's cherry, so there you go. Now, ever since Kool-Aid Man's appetite for destruction and thirst quenching has continued unchallenged. The pitcher pitch man remained free of scandal with one exception. The home video fad of the early 80s had a spectacular rise, but the bottom fell out of the first home video boom virtually overnight. 
1983, earnings for the industry peaked at $3 billion. Only two years later, sales plummeted to a paltry $100 million. Industry experts blamed the poor quality of the early video game systems for the market's collapse. When it first came out in the early 80s, uh, everybody rushed out to get one. It was so marvelous that you could have this in your home. It was great technology. It was something that, th that all the kids were rushing to in the arcades. It was very, very enticing. Unfortunately, it was also junk. The great video game crash of 1983, as it has come to be called, was the result of several converging factors. Aging game consoles, competition from the first generation of home computers, and a glut of substandard games flooding the market. Games like... Yes, Virginia, there was a Kool-Aid Man video game. Made for the Atari 2600 and Mattel Intellivision game consoles, Kool-Aid Man is considered, and rightly so, to be one of the worst video games of that era, right next to Atari's notorious E.T. the Extraterrestrial Game. But you can't keep a good pitcher down, or empty. The Crimson Carafe is a legit icon. So much so that he has made appearances in other media and serves as a pitcher punchline in shows like The Simpsons and Family Guy. Hey. Huh? Oh, hey. You're the Kool-Aid guy. Yeah. What are you doing? Just waiting. For what? I'm just waiting, dude. Relax. Hey, is there any place around here that sells batteries? Guys, don't, don't distract me, all right? I, I gotta really be up. So, there's no organs or glands or anything, right? It's just a liquid? Yeah, yeah, it's just a liquid. Um, I don't know if this is a weird question, but can I have some? All right, fine. Tilt your head back and I'll lean my liquid down into your mouth. Oh, now I don't want it. In 2000, someone finally noticed Kool-Aid Man was naked and gave him shoes, shorts, and a rather ill-fitting shirt. In 2011, Time Magazine named Kool-Aid Man as one of the top 10 creepiest product mascots, holding the number six slot, just behind Domino's pizza mascot, The Noid, and just ahead of sugar vampire, Count Chocula. Just remember, if you're hot and thirsty and you need something sugary and artificially flavored, just yell, hey, Kool-Aid, and you know who will come crashing through the nearest wall to provide that sweet, sweet nectar you crave. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And we would absolutely love to hear from you. Drop us a line at the deep dive podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. You can find links to those on our website, thedeepdivepodcast.com. From all of us here at Studio D, stay thirsty.
All clips used in the Deep Dive microcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive Lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn, based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The Deep Dive Microcast is a production of Automaton Studios.